Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 141 of What the Dice. Now, Nightlin and I have been hitting cons off and on for the first time in a long time, and we have decided that we wanted to give a shout-out to a really, really cool company that we got to meet with. It's uh, Brett from Gamers Inner Circle. This guy sat with us and chit-chatted, talked nerds, sold us a cool 3D-printed dragon, gave me some tips and tricks of being a GM, which is always super exciting. So, Brett, over at www.gamersinnercircle.com. Amazing person, sells all sorts of really cool stuff. If you're looking for anything nerdy, I'm pretty sure he's got it, or he can get it for you. And, of course, I will make sure that that link is out in the description of this episode so that you can go catch his website, take a look. If you ever see him at a con, let him know that Dan the GM and What the Dice say what's up. And if you catch yourself at a con and you see a What the Dice cast member come up, say hey, chit-chat with us. We want to meet everyone we can in this cool community. Unfortunately, that is all the time I have for this intro. So I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode. This is Dan the GM. This is What the Dice, episode 141, and enjoy. At long last, we are at the end of the blistering coastal winter. The snow has finally stopped falling completely, the sun is out, and though it is windy out, it has been slowly getting warmer. The Adventurers Guild has opened back up, giving jobs to adventurers who are looking to stretch their legs after a long winter stuck indoors. We though, we make our way down to the coast, where we find the storyteller cleaning up the last bit of snow off the edge of his cabin and shoveling off some of the ice from some of the areas on the walkway. Seeing us, he gives us a smile and opens his hand and gestures towards a cleaned-off stool. Well, 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 me friends. The sun is up. The snow is gone. Well, it's still on ground, but it is no longer falling and being an inconvenience to our tale. Well, ah, the adventurers dealt with Psycho, and he decided to go out with a bang. Kalila, in her hauntily fashion, decided to collect a reward, a trophy. With Defibulus's help, she removed the metal skull of the Psycho, kept it as a trophy. And with the promise of Emma Stone getting them up to the top floor, we will return to the tale. Sit back, relax, and hear me tale. In the last episode, you guys had a chance to get to 
go do some one-on-one against the psycho or three-on-one against the psycho. Faye decided to knock on the door, which then exploded with bullets aplenty. Through the tactics of hide and shoot, hide and shoot, and try not to get shot, the team successfully dealt damage and took out the psycho. Once in the office, he dropped a strange grenade, which incinerated his flesh, leaving him to the bone. Kalila then promptly removed said skull to keep as a trophy. Taking what they could and what they needed, they made their way back up to Emma, where they were able to finally take a nice, relaxing, long rest. As morning comes and you hear the hustle and bustle of the people around you, you see Emma Stone with you guys wouldn't know what it is, but you kind of do. It looks like a chalkboard, but it is solid white. And you hear the squeak of something across it. And she is writing numbers and letters and all this way over your head stuff that you don't recognize. The Fibulous would recognize some of it as like mathematical equation, but this looks like it's math on a different level. Your math is making my head hurt. Kalila's just staring at it and blinks a couple of times and then rummages in her backpack for like a ration because she's hungry. As you start to rummage through your backpack, Emma stops and she's like, Oh, uh, we got you some fresh fish uh, caught this morning. Oh, her ears perk up immediately. She points to a small little campfire that has been set up. It is, you see no wood, but you do see a fire coming out of a strange blue cylinder. And there's fish that is being cooked over it. She's going to go immediately go over there, pull out like a little pouch of spices from home and season her fish and nom down. I figured I would talk to Lucas about getting some fresh fish up here for y'all. I don't trust the rations that we have, and I feel like this is at least a a nice enough way to say thank you. With full mouth. (laughs) She laughs as she taps her ear and continues to write. She stops again after a moment. She goes, so the scientists have found a way to bypass a couple of things and were able to get you up to the top floor. Um, It looks like what they did was they locked down their elevator so that Psycho couldn't get up to them, but they've been using alternate routes to get enforcers and scouts and harvesters down here so once you guys are all done eating i'll get you taken upstairs so what's with the math equation she looks at it and she goes this is the potential cure ah so apparently some strange program called ifra had been running in the background and all of a sudden started kicking out these equations. No one was able to piece them together because they were coming sporadically, nothing made sense, and my partner had started to piece them together and it looks like it repeats the same code every day for three days and then it produces a new code and she was able to find a way to backlog it and had started finding what it is and it's a it's not all there, but it's a possible cure for the addiction to this, to this, the, the chems. Apparently, 
this AI had found out that King had sent not only Psycho, but another guy named Steve to inject foreign chemicals into the mix that made them super addicting. But something happened and the chemicals changed to the point of literally making it to where we can't die. But there's something else going on. It's like the manosphere around here is just completely out of whack and corrupted. And none of us are mages, so none of us know what to do. Because I don't know if your magic's the same as our magic, but it's definitely messed up. I can confirm that from our perspective. She nods and she goes, well, seeing that there are no... She kind of signals to Kalila. Cat people where we're from. Either you're a new variant or we're either not on the same planet or out of sync and we are in an alternate reality. At least that's what the theory is that we have been figuring out through going through files and this project Ifra has been talking about. Well, for some random information, we do have orcs and trolls, dwarves, humans. There's rat folk. Uh, cat folk. She points to herself. Gnomes, halflings. We share some similar races. And we have most of that. Um, Now, the meta variants range from region to region. But yeah, no, I mean, we've got orcs, trolls, uh, elves, but they're all really, really pretentious. Please tell me that they are at least not as pretentious here. Sorry. He holds up a paw and kind of does that wibble wobble back and forth with this eh, kind of expression on her face. Great. We also have lizard folk. We have elves. What else do we have? Angry undead people. Angry undead people right now. Skeletons. We don't have skeletons. We uh, do have something called a, uh, a cyber zombie, but that's different. Yes, yeah, we have the fleshless, you know, want to kill you type bony people. Okay. We don't have those. Probably a good thing. I mean, we do have vampires, but they're not that kind. They're kind of flesh eaters. We have vampires, but they're your classic, uh, some are evil, some are not, suck your blood fangs. We have Faye. We have Faye? She points at Faye and she goes, like that? No, 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 like fairies. Uh, we have something akin to it. You guys have some really cool tech. I would love to take credit for that, but that is the amalgamation of a bunch of corpos doing a bunch of corpo things and people figuring out how to make things work. Still cool. Yeah. So once you guys get fed up, we'll uh, get you up to the, the floor you need to be in. There's plenty of fish. Kalila's going to eat about like three more fish. Oh, there's plenty of fish. Yep, she's sprinkling some spices on there and just nob. Hey, Kalila, I think you missed hmm. one. Shoves it in her mouth. So while Kalila makes a pig of herself, the fibulous Faye, what are you doing? Listening to the conversation and eating. And uh, considering whether the theory, Faye's theory of time slippage is correct or not. Okay. With a full mouth, Kalila's offering a bag of spices, going like, mmm, mmm, it's really good. Swallow. Swallow the food before you speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Want some spices? She looks and she goes, I, I actually don't eat food anymore. I actually have to survive off these chems. She'll nod. 
Spicy chems? Mm, I don't know what that would do when they get injected into me. Fair. Uh, if you're willing to cook me up one, I'm going to clean my gun. You should cook up to Fibulous a couple of fish with some spices on it. So are you doing a, a field clean or are you doing a detail clean? A detail clean on it. Okay. Um, one of the things that happens is while you're cleaning it, Emma actually gets you some of the oils that they use, so it's not so it's a pure oil for the gun and stuff like that. So you're so everything cleans a lot better. It cleans a lot deeper, so you don't even have it, your gun looks brand spanking new now. Oh, it's infinitely more shiny than before. She walks over and hands you what would be like the a sixteen ounce can worth of it with a little spout on it. She goes, "Huh, weak." literally are able to make this stuff so here you go oh well thank you as you guys enjoy your breakfast and fibulous finishes cleaning his weapon about an hour goes by and emma gets a a calm call she reaches up to her ear talks and she's like okay well they're ready for you if you are ready to go once the fibulous is done i'm kalila's ready Faye probably uh asked emma what they can expect on the the admin floor, what the reception's like, who's up there, what to expect. Smart. Emma scratches her, her cheek a little bit and thinks she goes, well, the scientists for the most part are kind of pathetic. Uh, they they would rather lock themselves in a, door, in a, a room before fighting. Um, the administrator is kind of cold-hearted and callous, but you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain her. She's just, she's an elf. That's all I got. Um, you shouldn't see any issues, but they did say that they have a solution to a couple of things and that they're going to need help doing it. So it sounds like they might have some work for you. And they said that they are working on a way to get you out. Well, at least they're true to their word. Yeah, they, they've promised that since the beginning, so... Well, the scientists are really good about keeping their word because they know that the last time they didn't keep their word, one of them got shot. Mm. Yeah, that that would uh, put the fear of the gods into somebody. Weaving uh, mm. them. Wow, two of us do, but they also weren't the greatest at giving us all the information when we first got here. They work on what's called a need-to-know basis, and if you don't need to know, you don't get to know. Some of the things we didn't get to know were things that we needed to know to survive. Like you existed? Slightly salty. Yeah, we are a little salty about it. Kind of like, oh, I don't know, there was a person named Lucas, and then there was a person named Emma that we could talk to. The existence of a psychopath? Yeah, that too. But we had fun. I don't think they viewed that as things you needed to know because it was things you were going to figure out. Things you would need to know is like, hey, don't use explosives inside the dome because the glass can explode and flood. Uh, the idea of that the chems are around, they should have at least given you a heads up of like, hey, don't use the, the chems like super fast. Uh, let yourself rest before using chems because they are... They are really addictive, and they do mess with your body. Yeah, I think they did at least warn us of that. But, standing up, we ready? Yep. Yeah. Faye uh, makes a couple of final notes in her notebook and tucks it away. 
Emma walks you back to the hallway to the elevator that you guys came from. She swipes the car key and a new panel opens up. She begins to type a long series of codes and then swipes the card again. This time, the elevator goes down and then something different replaces it. It would remind Fibulus of a a modernized bullet, something that a, a magazine bullet. It is long and cylindrical at the top, but it is solid glass with reinforcing metals around. She goes, so in order for you to get through the flooded floor, they're going to have to kind of launch you through that level. You're not going to be going very fast. It's just to make sure that it stays on track. And this is what they rigged up. So you're loading us into a giant gun to fire us up to the next floor? Uh, more of a giant torpedo, but I don't think you know what torpedoes are, so we'll just go with yes. No, but I am curious on what a torpedo is now. Uh, it's an explosive that goes through the water using a propeller. That's brilliant! Oh, God. I wonder if I can make one now. I'm sure you'll endeavor to try. There are so many things I need to make. Have you been writing them down in your sketchbook? Oh, yeah. And making lots of new sketches. The door chimes and slowly opens up. A little bit of water pours out, and Emma steps off to the side to let you in. Well, I hope you are able to get out. This place is literal hell, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Well, maybe you guys can get out of here too at some point. That's what we're hoping. We've all lost people we've cared about here, and I think it's time that either the facility gets fixed or we find a way to destroy it. Well, if you ever get out of here and you make it to the Holy City, come by. We'll give you a nice cooked meal at our place. Yep. She not. I was about to say the same thing. If you decide to uh, destroy or walk away from this place, go find the Holy City. I have no idea where this facility, this place is, but look for the Holy City. Okay. Well, if people are as nice as you are, it wouldn't be too hard to find. They can be. Um, I imagine certain things don't change too much from time to time, so... Anyway. If they have something for us to do that will help everyone get out of here, we'll do our best to do it. Okay. She steps fully out of the way as the door is held open. Well, Godspeed and good luck. Thought y'all didn't believe in gods. There is a thing of luck that I feel like you are still needing. We'll take all of it we can get. Shoot straight, Chalmers. She steps back and lets you guys fully board. As you walk into the elevator, the door chimes. And there is the sound of air pressurizing the chamber. And the air feels just slightly heavier. The glass door that is on the outside fully seals and you see a small flash of blue light as it locks. There's the sound of a propeller building up speed and you begin to move up floors. Slowly at first, you're able to see that there is another floor that you are slowly passing through. This one is 
full of water and you can see bodies just floating off in the distance. And then it starts to accelerate even faster. And then you hear the sounds of glass and metal crashing and shattering as you breach up into the next level. Oh, Kalila's not gonna like that. This was amazing. And then you begin to slow down as water is pouring out from underneath you and you come to a complete stop. You hear a computer chime in. One moment, depressurizing chamber. And you hear the sounds of water and air just draining. Which, by the way, while all this is happening, Kalila's not full fluff, but like she definitely has some raised fur. And is not enjoying this experience. But look at all the cool water and stuff we're going by. Faye is muttering about cold feet from the water. Yes, yes. The, the, the water is very pretty to Fibulus. Do, do you not realize that it could, like, probably crush us under here? Nah, I'm good. Cold. I don't like being cold. Yeah, you're telling me. She lifts up her Pause. My feet are nice and warm. Your bear boots are getting wet. They are, but my feet are still nice and warm. The door eventually opens up, and there is a small elf, shorter than uh, Kalila. He has got a data pad in his hand, and he's got very thick glasses on, and he is. Writing away, writing away on this tablet. Looking up, he goes, mm, you must be the new visitors. Come on, come on, come on. We have time to do, not a lot of time to do it. Follow, follow, follow. And he begins to shuffle off. Ooh, more scholar types. Okay. Lila's just happy to get out of this uh, makeshift torpedo bullet thing and quickly follows with the occasional, you know how when like cats get something on their foot or especially when it's wet, they like pick it up and have like a rapid little shake. She, she's doing that as she follows this guy with, with her, her feet. Tephibulus is snickering at her in, in a very amused state. Faye is walking around trailing water without a care in the world. That was unpleasant. They can mop up. As you walk into this floor, this floor is very different than the ones you've seen. There aren't no advertisements. It is very stark, clean, and sterile. Very comfortable feeling. Uh, it seems as if the the atmosphere here is heavily maintained. Turning the corner, he swipes the card. He goes, well, come on, come on. We don't have all day. Go, 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 go. In the main hallway, you see computer panels everywhere with about 50 scientists typing away rapidly. And so there's this clicking sound that is just constantly barraging your ears. Look at all the buttons I could push. Right, we have the snakes on Godspell. As the strange man walks past, he stops. He goes, Godspell, hmm, I worked on that project. I hope it did not crash like they said it did in the news. That would have been very sad, very, very sad. Oh, it crashed. Uh... We were there. It <laughs> crashed. Into a mountain. I... Weird. <clears throat> I don't know if I can believe this. This was not designed. And he begins to walk off shambling about something about how it's illogical and blah blah blah. Uh, I have proof if you want it. 
See it. Bye. He is completely ignoring you. Standing in the center, there is a tall, statuesque elf wearing a pristine white lab coat, black slacks, and a black shirt. Her hair is tied back in a messy bun, and she has her arms crossed as she is looking around. She has someone next to her who she is speaking to in a, a language that you don't fully recognize. Her ear twitches as she turns to look at you. Hmm. You must be the, uh, the visitor, da? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you have made many, many solutions down below. This is good. I am the administrator. Now, I have found a way to get you out, but it will require main computer. Do you want no computer? Yes? Yep, the clicky things. Hmm. You do not look like you are from the mainland. Well, nonetheless, follow me, follow me. Oh, I would say we're from a mainland, just probably not the same one you're from. Or a different one. Or whatever that blasted issue is around here. Time. The issue is time. Nope, I have a watch. Yes, yes, time is what we do not have. Computer reset will be happening very, very soon. Da, da. She walks over and taps a button and a large glass panel slides down with the very similar mathematical equation that Emma was writing on. It seemed as if Ms. Emma Stone has found part of the solution. It seems as if our main computer has uh, a bug, a virus. Something in it that is making things go, what do you runners call it? Direct up, Just You speak runner, you runner? No. You do not look like runner, but you do. Wrong. Viruses do wrong things to your body. I assume they do wrong things to computers? Da, very. Very simplistic in terminology, but yes, very much so. So, in order for us to get you back to where you want to be, I require you to go down into the main heart of the computer and do some things for me. You understand how the power system works here, yes? Yeah, sure. Giant thing needs electricity. Now, now, I have three generators on this floor, none of which are working. In order for me to get you to the bottom floor, I need to have all the generators up and running. So, your job, to fix, da? Done it before to what, two of them? Looking at the fibulous, in fact. Yep. Ah, yes, Lucas, Lucas. He, he is very scummy, man. Now, we, we find out that there is a strange AI, uh, Project Freya. Giving cold shoulder to many scientists, not giving us the, the, the answers we need. So, we are going to get more power so that we can more accurately communicate with the AI. Is just gonna blink. Go turn on the things. Got it. Yes, yes. Speak simple. Fine. She hands you three electrical vials and then two fire vials. You need this. One go sparky spark, one go flamey flame. Well, not that. Not that bad, buddy. Thanks. I might be. Okay, she is. I, I like the simple things. That, that I understood that. Well, you get the power on. I get you down to the core, 
you correct core because she points at the fibulous. This one seems to have knack for taking apart and reassembling things. Yes, he's a good one. She points to one of the monitors where you can see the fibulous taking apart the computer and getting it back up and running. That was fun. So you'll be doing that to the main computer uh, and hopefully removing virus with proper computer program. I provide all that, but need more power to get you to that core. So, she points to a solid ice wall where there are enforcers that are constantly keeping their hand on it to keep it solidly frozen. This ice is turned a dark, dark blue. We purposely set up ice. Uh, enforcers use their icing abilities to keep nice and frozen. We do not want chance of infected in there or addicted in there. Uh, we have not seen any. It should be clear. Minus turrets. We will try to turn off the turrets, but, uh, you know, some things happen. She hands you some things that look like little pieces of little triangles. You put these in on, and uh, it, you'll be registered as friend. If you do not have, you might get shot. Silo will take and attach it somewhere on her shoulder or breastplate, whatever. And being shot, I prefer to do the shooting. We would prefer you not to shoot. We will try to disable, but, uh, you know, we have other projects we are working on. Uh, can I get a perception check from everyone while this elf is talking away? 24. 36. 33. Defibulous and Faye, as she is talking and you are looking around, you're starting to notice these mathematical scribbles are covering the floor, the walls, the roofs, any surface that there can be a written, something can be written on, it is written on. It's in multiple colors, circled and marked out. So it's it seems as if they have been trying to solve a problem manually. That is a lot of writing you've been doing there. She looks back and she goes, well, computer's reset. We have to keep records. So you use pens and write everything down. I mean, I applaud your dedication to writing on the floor, though. Yes, yes. Permanent ink does not wear off. Permanent. Do not make mistakes. Permanent ink, you say. That's a good, useful thing. Now, will you go and disable the or power up the engine so that we can get more power and talk to the AI and get this problem solved so that we can send you on your merry little way and we can get back to improving the meta world? You do realize your meta world ain't up there, right? Then we will improve whatever world is up there. Yeah, just make sure it's welcome changes. Some people get a little cranky when it's not. Yes, yes, globalization is bad. We know. We, we have gone through that many, many times. I have gone through the the orientation of, oh, this is what you don't say. Yes, yes, we do not call trolls trucks. I know. Not what I was talking about, but okay then. I think these guys are out to lunch. Yeah, I kind of agree. She hands you the vials on a, a stainless steel platter, and she goes, I have work to do. Go on. Go do your inventory runner things. I have things to do. Go, go, go. We'll scuttle off with Defibulous. Suspiciously. Just gonna have Faye follow quietly, muttering about academic types. As you guys walk past the last computer in this hallway, the scientist kind of clears her throat. Um, hey, uh, I guess you're the ones that I spoke to earlier. Probably. How you doing? A little stressed. Uh, 
I know that the administrator is not the most compassionate, should we say? She's not the best. Kind of oblivious to the situation going around it, going on around the world these days, but yeah, it, I agree. Well, the problem is we don't have connection to the outside world. We are deep enough underwater where the Matrix doesn't connect, and we don't have connection to satellites or anything like that. What's a satellite? Yeah, we don't know what that is. I have a feeling you don't have anything to connect to. That's what Project Freya is trying to say. So I did a little research, and Project Freya is some AI that was designed by... Lotus Core's main CEO years ago. It was like her first project. And she just stopped working on it. She said it it didn't work the way she wanted, so she locked it away in a computer file to be developed later. I don't know if Project Freya has been automatically updating itself or what, but it seems like it has connection to something called... IS or IES or something like that. I don't know. I, I can't... I don't understand half of what it's saying because it's all acronymed or, or blacked out because I don't have security clearance. But, yes. Um, you're going to have to use those chemicals to get in. But, she reaches under her desk and pulls out a strange looking gun that has a vial that gets stuck into the back of it. She hands you that and she goes... So, instead of injecting this into you, I have found a way with Freya to design this gun that you can use the charges in the vials without injecting yourself, so you don't risk getting addiction. Well, that's useful. So, question. Yes. Why are you being so much more forthcoming and helpful to us versus everyone else around here? For the last couple of years I have been working on my own trying to figure out what's going on and I was the one that stumbled across Project Freya and I poured over the data files before activating the program and something don't get me wrong I am a corpo girl I I absolutely love working for Lotus Core but things that Project Freya was saying about how the evolution path that we are designing is flawed, just... I don't want to see another goblinization or HVMVV plague hit the world again. There was a plague that hit the world? So, I don't know what you guys know, but there was this thing called goblinization. It happened a long time ago, where basically humans were turning into dwarves and orcs and trolls and everything and it became so bad that it was classified as a world ending event because things changed so rapidly people adapted uh, the meta it, we became a meta species instead of just humanity and then our major information network crashed twice and then we had this insurgent of these strange flesh-eating creatures that we're basically calling vampires as well as all this other stuff and I feel like it is the mana sphere, the earth, the Neratova punishing us for 
trying to evolve past what we should be. Mm, that is an interesting idea on it. A lot of people got hurt, and as a scientist, I feel like my job is to find answers without hurting people. Well, I mean, that's a noble goal, is not to hurt people, because when you hurt them, they kind of get angry, and then they come back with pitchforks, torches, guns, magic, and other unfriendly things. Yeah. But this should at least keep you guys safe from the addiction. Now that you're on this floor, I've been able to patch into your comm links that I can talk to you guys directly. Well, that's convenient. So, curious. Your head scientist person said he heard that the gods fell crashed, but everyone else on the lower floor has never heard anything about it and still think it's happily flying around. Out where we're from, it crashed. Like, well, it's a Into over. a mountain for us, what was 2,000 years ago? That. Was it 2,000 or was it 1,200? I think it was 1,200. Okay, my sure. bad. 1,200 years ago. A long time. Well, it... Well, the system has a, a computer battery that can last up to a thousand years. It launched in 2055. That was the year it launched. Well, I was going to name what year it is here. Uh, Defibulous will hand her the the data the data pad from the God's Fell and hand it to her. See, like, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, no one seems to believe us until we hand them that. And she's like, well, Project Freya has the same theory. It said that there was a project, project Thor and Project Loki on that ship. Yeah, then one of the something or another mentioned Loki. So, by what I can find out, which is very little, Loki is called a Chaos AI, and then Thor was like the Sky AI, and then Freya doesn't have a classification. So I'm not sure what's going on, but. I just know that we need to get this solved before things can return to normal. And whatever normal is, or what the new normal will be, it it doesn't matter. I just, I'm tired of being trapped underwater. Same with me. She looks over at the ice door where there are two enforcers holding their hands on a solid wall of ice and nods. She goes, well, you shouldn't have too much problems in there. Quick question before we go. Uh... Do we need a certain number of these injectable things? Because we only have scavenged, like, one or two of a couple of them. Do you have any to give us that you know we're going to need? Or is there a bunch over there? There should be a bunch in there. There's a storage next to engine two. Um, but I know that the administrator gave you two fire and then three electricals. That should at least get everything back up and running on that side. But the... The enforcers there can melt that door enough to where you guys can get through. Once the systems power back on, they're going to walk away from that door and they'll shut off the water flow so that you can pass through. You might get a little wet, like walking through a shower, but you should be safe. I will nod. Anything else you guys want to ask them? I'm good. I'm good. I can't think of anything at the moment. Did any of these projects involve any kind of time travel she shakes her head she goes by what we have learned time travel is theoretically impossible it would require so much power it would probably rip the world in half i can't think of any other explanation for why the gods fell so far in the past from your future well it can't be my 
past or future because I'm here. Yeah, but none of this exists in our time. That's not entirely true. The God spells there, that so it does exist. Because I got some really cool stuff from there. And so far, we are here. So, two timelines existing at once, maybe not. Something being thrown back in the past, maybe. But we're certainly not in the future. I don't think we are, no. I think you guys got flung back in the past somehow. She gives a light shrug. She goes, well, that's... That's... That's beyond me. I'm more of a chemist than a... A physicist. No, but just breaking in the you might have to believe the impossible just as much as we're having to believe the impossible, which is motions to the this general around her. Do you see my bow? This is advanced for us. Not really. Okay, fine. Your rifle, but this is a good bow. It is a good bow. It's a good bow. It's not just a basic, like, short bow, okay? It's It's an advanced bow. It's got a laser pointer on it. Yeah, that's fascinating. Okay, so, like, seriously, the most advancement most people have seen, most of our peers, our colleagues have seen, is a cuckoo clock. Oh, no, my folks had some steam engines. Not very good ones, but... And we had zeppelins. That's pretty advanced. It's more advanced than a cuckoo clock. Right, but... Consider I'm from the Undercity. I'm an orphan. The most advanced thing I had really had any contact with was a cuckoo clock. My dad made one of those once, and he was trying to get it to make uh, breakfast when it went off. It made a heck of a mess. Well, until I came to the Holy City, I mean, I lived in the woods, remember? Right, so that's what I'm getting at, is that we don't have any of this. There's no way any of this is from when we are. You guys are from another when. Mm, I don't know, the gods felt being sitting where it's at for... 1,200 to 2,000 years kind of argues begs differ, though. Unless it's a different plane. I mean, there's the gods' planes, right? The gods are on a different plane. Maybe this is another world that crashed here. Uh, Yeah, it could be from another plane, but, I mean, considering all the insane similarities, uh, my personal tendency is towards time slippage. And, again, no, the, the gods fell us from another time, that weirdly has crashed in our past. Until I see other, pr- I see definitive proof. I'm gonna have to go with it, sitting where it's at. Well, the, our present, their their past. Nobody's arguing that the Godspell isn't sitting where it is. I'm saying it came from another when to sit where it is back then, until our now. We could debate this all day, but the point is, is she's right. It's out of place. Things are playing leapfrog through time. That's a highly ineffective way to travel. It really is. And apparently highly dangerous, because then you can crash into things like mountains. Well, yeah. Um, anyway, I was wondering if you could apply that theory to Project Freya and see what it parses. I can try. I'm still trying to figure out how exactly to communicate with it. It speaks in a weird language that I have to run through a translator. But I'll see what I can do. You guys get back to the project at hand. Maybe if we have more power, we'll be able to figure out what's going on. It might be something for the future. If what y'all are current, what the threads y'all are currently pulling aren't going to work. Um, I don't know. Just a thought. Planner travel, time travel. That's what's spinning around in my head because I can't wrap my head around anything else right now. She nods, and as she does, the two 
enforcers look over and they start to move their hand and you start to see the ice slowly melt away, giving a doorway into a dimly lit, massive room with wires and lights just lightly pulsing and the low hum of an electrical engine. And as you guys enter into this area and the wall slowly freezes behind you, we end this week's episode here. Well, 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 my friends. It seems as if the adventurers have finally made it to the administration floor of whatever the Miranda is. Given some brief information of what's been going on, but it seems as if escaping isn't quite available as of yet. They have one more task to complete. One more soul they must deal with before they are able to return to their own land. To return to the world above the waves, above the darkness. Well, maybe next time they will be able to free themselves of the depth. Well, the moon is high, and it's time for us to say farewell. As always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 